Welcome to the Red Pill Training Podcast, brought to you by James Jowsey Training, 3D Physiotherapy, and the Mansfield Sports Institute. Gemma, James, and Phil, delivering topical podcasts on fitness, nutrition, health, lifestyle, training, and sports. Good morning, Jowsey. Good morning, Phil. It's uh, Momentum with Athletes, part three. Um, part two is uh, lost in cyberspace, <laughs> thanks to my wonderful uh, IT skills. So part two is uh, gone. So this is a re-record of part two, but um, I lost a little bit of my heart to, to part two, so um, I'm calling it part three. The irony of what we're talking about. Yeah, we lost a little bit of momentum in our, in our podcast uh, life. The idea was to, uh, yeah, get some momentum in podcasting and get some uh, get a good flow, and then using forty five minutes recording with all the planning work, and then finding out that uh, it wasn't really recording, or it was recording, but uh, it sounded like a cross between C three PO and R two D two. Uh, when we posted it up hopefully nobody had the uh, mispleasure of uh, downloading it and listening to it because there wasn't a lot to listen to um, we might get the next Star Wars film though. that would be nice wouldn't it that would be really nice who would you play well, who would you like to be we'd be on the dark side of the, you're on the dark side of the falls aren't you there is a lot of anger in me. <laughs> there is a lot. Of anger in you. <laughs> I'm from Yorkshire, mate. There's loads of anger in me. <laughs> oh, so we, we, we're talking about uh, momentum uh, with athletes. Um, too much or too little, um, and um, you uh, you took a quite quite strong decision around Christmas time this year, didn't you, buddy? I did, yeah. Um, I've uh, suffered with uh, ulcerative colitis, and my health had got into a pretty bad, pretty bad way. Where I've been flared up for around two years, and uh, I've been talking about the power of kind of fasting uh, for helping with with healing and stuff. Uh, so I made a decision over Christmas to fast. Um, so when you say fast, uh, do you mean fast? No, 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 fast. Okay, so you were, you were fasting, not fasting. Okay, I need to... Uh, <laughs> okay. Sorry All right, son. <laughs> um, yeah, so I made the uh, decision to fast, and that started on so my last meal, uh, the last supper, was was Christmas Day. Uh, so then when went cold turkey on to from, from Boxing I like the pun mate I like uh, the pun cold turkey cold turkey from Boxing Day after Christmas dinner <laughs> did you uh, did you have a full Christmas dinner Christmas Day did you just uh, eat a lot did you stuff yourself or knowing that tomorrow you were going to start uh, how long How long was what was the plan for fast how long was you planning on fasting um, well it was basically it was uh was a minimum of a week. So a minimum of seven uh, days? Anywhere. Okay, wow. Minimum seven days, anywhere up to 20 days. Okay. Um, but I knew in that time that I'd be going back to work as well, so it was question, 
of how I'd how I'd feel when I was when I was working. So you, uh, so you took a decision to uh, you were going to drop food completely for seven to twenty days. So so the the, the thing that strikes me first is is Christmas Day. Was it just chocolate cake? biscuits or did, was you sort of so motivated to start that it was a uh, what was you feeling Christmas day just before you started there yeah. it's kind of like yeah, I've done I to do like a, a three day prep phase going in so okay. like um, well juices juicy strokes smoothies that were all just basically vegetables coconut oils and greens and, and everything high in antioxidants and stuff so that was kind of like a prep phase. So I, I kind of did that for breakfast and evening meal. Okay. Um, so literally, I just had the one meal. So I literally just had Christmas dinner. Okay. Um, and I'd already, yeah, I didn't actually go too crazy to be honest. I'd already because I knew I was going in. Like it kind of the uh, I'd made that decision. So actually, I would just ha- had the meal and like normally, yeah. Normally I just go free for all at Christmas, but I've kind of gone. Well, I'm just going to have a normal size meal. I'm yeah. going to have a normal, normal thing. So I'm not. Cause I don't want tomorrow to be harder than it needs to be. Yeah. So. And, and if I if am I right in saying as I know we've we've discussed it a little bit, and uh, you actually. The interesting thing for me with you is you say actually it was easy the fast. You ended up was it ten days without food, without solid did food. Ten, did ten days without food. Yeah. Oh, um, so just water, water only. Um, I think I think yeah I mean um, yeah sorry sorry buddy it was, it was exactly that was so so you you know you're going potentially uh, two weeks without food um, and yeah. the discussions we've had after you said it was easy you know it wasn't it wasn't hard yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a problem. Um, I mean it can't all have been easy. Um, it may be your sort of underplaying it slightly but but when did it become easy I mean uh, why was it why was it easy what what was your process was it was it the preparation process was it the determination um, decision making the conversations you must have had with yourself um, at different points how, how, I mean if we're talking about momentum how do you keep momentum how, how, how do you keep it going how, how, what do you do It's, it's knowing as in continuing on from that or whilst I was doing it whilst you were doing it yeah I mean how do you how do you when you first day three hours in and you're absolutely starving the conversation you've got we all we all been there you know everyone everyone appreciates yeah. that um, one side of my head is screaming uh, food 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 cake 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 biscuits uh, and, and the hungrier you get the, the, the more the, the greater the cravings are for the, the bad foods actually um, especially uh, especially in yeah yeah especially in people that are, are used to sort of high sugar diets as, as you were so you see so you, you're coming from a you say you say yourself you're coming from a sort of bad period of food where you felt like you'd lost a little bit of control of the food how um, yeah. how do you win that battle? How do you get, get that momentum? How do, how do you? Because I don't think it's anything to do with strength. Um, the conversation. Are you just stubborn? Are you just shut up? I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to eat unless I've made a decision. Or is there a negotiation process there? Or how, how, what's the conversation with yourself? I think I think before that point, I was constantly constantly negotiating with myself. Yeah. So like, I was like. 
Aina, mulla on just have this one more, I love this one more meal on a Saturday, I love this one more takeaway on a Saturday night, I love this one more this. Like, it, the being a chimp yeah. always won. Yeah. And I think it just came to a point where, like, I'd got that unhealthy. It was like, no, this decision's happening. I'm doing this because I need to do this for my health because I've got a daughter. I'm a husband, I've got a daughter. I'm a husband, I've got a daughter. This is what I need. I need to be healthy for them. I'm the, I'm the one. We've got the old school uh, northern thing of that go to work and mum's the... Mom stays at home, probably down south as well. But yeah, we're just very old school in the way we're bringing bringing up the little one right now. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm responsible for the household from that point of view. So it's like, well, I need to do this because if I'm not if I'm not healthy, then what happens if I can't go to work? Kate's not got a job. So, so actually, buddy, your your motivation is is um, is what you're saying is is that. It's easy if the motivation's big enough. If the if the goal or the outcome is is big enough, um, it, it's easy to do it. And um, I mean, I see the same. I see the same people who, yeah, who, who can't, who find most difficult difficult to motivate themselves to train, difficult to get out and do things. Suddenly have an enormous goal or something that's bigger than themselves and, and a reason for doing it and and, and, and they're up training and doing and living the life they, they need to live without really thinking about yeah. it and, and, and it's really interesting is that of course we lose a little bit of motivation if, if it's not a challenge if we're not enjoying it if we're not going after it there's not something better for it um, and having the most I mean there isn't really a better motivation than being healthy and happy for, for your family um, and having a, a dad and a husband that that ultimately is um, is is present when they're together and not tired and is <laughs> is uh, yeah. is participates in the everyday life and not just coming home from work and collapsing on the, on the couch or, or whatever you know having uh, having an active role in everyday life and 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 I suppose I suppose um, so what so so your point is is that the conversation actually isn't aggressive it isn't violent conversation between yourself because there was never really an option of failure because. The decision had been made, and you, you are you're not going to fail this because it's more important. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the first the first day was was hard, but only because Boxing Day lunchtime is basically Christmas dinner number two. So I'm sat there at the in-laws, and the smell of rosemary garlic potatoes roast potatoes and Yorkshire puddings and roast lamb is literally just going straight through me but that was like day one was like why am I doing this at Christmas but then I I caught with it I didn't sit at the table with them I was just sat in the next room I was just sat in the next room and uh, just went to sleep (laughs) <laughs> I, did a, I did a lot of sleeping because my, my body was that, was that uh, I didn't realise how ill I was if you know what I mean like I just saw it as a bathroom problem but like you mentioned there those levels of fatigue that I had I had a, my mind was foggy all the time whereas now like 
my thought process is so clear. I'm bouncing out of bed at five o'clock in the morning and starting work and doing stuff on my laptop and the nutrition. Like we've constantly got, yeah, I'm still doing like a build building process. Um, building process now where I'm staying on top of nutrition. Uh, so I'm constantly preparing food and that momentum is is going on. I've kept that momentum and look, I'm kind of looking at myself going, why why couldn't I do this before? Why did I, why did I not find time to prep my food before? I'm looking, looking like back to myself going, you were crazy at that time. Whereas yeah, we've got, I've got a soup on right now. So that's going to be my lunch with my chicken, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, and everything's going great. And that momentum is actually just, so that, that big kind of huge change in the start, that snowball effect that we talked about yesterday, is actually just sped up, up and up. Um, and my health is the best it's been in a, in a long time. All kinds of health changes. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredible to see the difference in you. Um and uh, and and I know you've had uh, incredible positivity from it and I think the point is for, for people listening that uh, would like to have an opinion about the way in which <laughs> you've uh, helped yourself or got better that, that's not really they're missing the point aren't they um, the point is is taking that positive yeah. they're, take, the, 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 they're taking that positive uh, decision to do something that, that makes you better Um and and it improves life quality or improves improves performance. Now, if that's performance as a professional athlete or performance as a dad or performance as as a CEO of a company or performance as a working on the line in the factory, it doesn't matter who we are. But we all can we can all benefit from performing better and gaining some momentum in in our in our everyday life and, and, and what we're doing. Um. What about the other way? I mean, I mean, I think we'll we'll do a podcast on on that week where you didn't eat anything. I think we'll do one where we'll, we'll, we'll go down into the depths of why, what happened and, and where it went. I think it's interesting. I think people uh, are interested in it. Um, but if we if we stick in with the topic of, of momentum with, with athletes, um, what, what about the other way? I mean, how do we end up in a position where we need to take such a drastic decision? Uh, you touched on it a little bit there. Um, how do we end up losing momentum? How do we end up? Um, how do we end up there? Where we, we say the, the yeah? How do we end up in a position where where we need to try and find some momentum? And 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 that is incredibly tough for people. I, I know it myself uh, personally and and professionally. How do we gain momentum? Um, how how do we lose it? Um, I know you're coaching a few people that are doing some ultra walking, James. Uh, what, What's happened with them? Um, yeah, well, I'm training this guy to do, uh, he's doing a 56 mile walk in, um, in 24 hours is the, is the goal. And uh, we started him on this specific program to obviously condition his legs, condition his feet to be able to, to cope with that because we don't want him, um, we don't want him blowing up because of blisters. So we've got to gradually increase his walking volume as well as increasing his leg strength and all that. But so within his training program, like obviously scheduled, well, get outdoors, get up the hills. That's what you're going to be doing. So you need to you need to do it more often. And because he was 
he got his motivation. He was like, yeah, I'm up for this challenge. I really, I really want to do it. I want to train for it. So I wrote in, go walk, and I just wrote, go walk for two hours. And within a couple of weeks, he was, he was already going and walking for six hours. So he'd kind of created his own momentum himself because he got so keen and into the challenge. And then from that, he then started getting niggles in his hips. Um, so he actually started to create, um, yeah, just overuse, overuse niggles and uh, injuries around the hip. Nothing, nothing major. We got on top of it pretty quickly, but it was literally that case of too much, too soon. He'd, he'd got in, and the momentum, he'd, he'd, uh, the momentum had swung, and he'd accelerated at a greater rate than he should have done, and um, then. Uh, yeah, yeah. Got so, so, so actually a positive thing in his eyes there is uh, he's positively training more than, than is prescribed by the coach. He's positively, you know, what he's potentially himself perceiving as something incredibly positive, doing more than he should in training has actually ended up as a negative thing because he's injured him. Um yeah, I think that's quite I think that's quite important, isn't it? That you feel like you're sitting there doing all the right things. Um, and potentially you've generated some momentum and then out of nothing out of nowhere um, you're injured or, or you get that setback because you've, you've, you've allowed the sort of subconscious to take over and, and I think that for me that's, that's the, 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 the battle between the conscious and the subconscious is crucial to the momentum whether we're in negative um, whether we're in negative momentum or positive momentum the, the subconscious would like to take over and control everything and, and if we if we if the subconscious is in control of the of the of the of the momentum both positively or negatively it will it will gain momentum or gain speed and, and become worse uh, or better uh, depending on the direction we're headed in uh, and and making that conscious being conscious for 10 minutes a day or being conscious in the decisions we make are crucial to to generating the momentum. And I think that's that's the classic example there of someone who's who's subconscious. His 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 common sense, his conscious sense knows he should uh, follow his training program, but his subconscious uh, excitement and momentum taking over is um, is yeah is ultimately uh, driving him further and t- has taken over and, and he ends up with a negative experience and then he's in he's in a rut he's in the, the negative cycle downwards because ultimately he's done something he perceives as very positive yeah yeah exactly I know you've um, as <clears throat> the one the one side of the coin I know you've got um story on how people can lose momentum as well how's that um, what example have you got of that for us yeah I mean uh, yeah you, yeah. we're talking about the um, the, the positive uh, the positive versus negative um, 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 yeah I mean I think I think the thing is is we, we sit, how we perceive positive versus negative is where we need to start and what we need to need to assess because I think um, positivity is um, is often misunderstood uh, in, in my in my eyes I think you see often they say yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna train seven times this week 
Um, <laughs> and it sounds very positive and everyone's sitting at the dinner table on Sunday so you know what are you up to this week well I'm, you know, I'm going to train seven times and everyone's sort of wow that's really positive you're really good or yeah uh, or you know um, or if I say I don't think I'm in, in shape in the right form at the moment to run a marathon um, or I don't feel like that. I feel like that's a little bit beyond me at the moment whatever it may be and, and people's general perception of those statements are well that's very negative and they'll say oh come on you can do it be positive um, and the pro- <laughs> the issue with it is is that they are being positive because they're being realistic and there's nothing yeah, there's nothing that's more or there's nothing that is more positive than being realistic and, and understanding who we are and feeling as if we're under have things under control <laughs> being being clever enough to say that's beyond me being clever enough to say you know what my target for this week is to train four times is, is positive it's not you know to say I, I don't have time for more this week uh, so I'm only training four times or it's, use the word only perhaps we could discuss if this use the word only but I, I'm, I'm going to train four times this week um, a lot of people will say yeah but can't you find the time or can't you can't you sort this out and, and, and the person sitting over them feels like they're being positive or feels like they're motivating but actually they're not motivating what they're actually doing is they're demotivating people because they are they're, they're, they're trying to they're asking the person to do something that they can't do um, and, and that feeling of reaching the whole time that feeling of just being one step behind everything is such a negative feeling and it's a, and it's born out of positive thoughts it's born out of wanting to do more and feeling as if we have to be positive I mean why can't we just say you know what I'm having a dreadful day today <laughs> I don't feel very good you know what I didn't go out and train today because I don't feel good uh, people's people's response to that is they instantly sort of want to help or want to give advice or want to do anything instead of saying yeah fair enough we all know how that feels I hope tomorrow's better mate you know and, and and just not putting too much weight and attention into it and and a lot of for my for me the negative uh, the negative spirals or the negative momentum that we're, uh, we're talking about is comes directly from that what some of the world would call uh, bad goal setting but it's not really goal setting it's just poor management of their life and poor understanding of themselves yeah. um, um, I think we see it we see that on a on an annual basis on the 1st of January yeah because everybody kind of makes that decision to to get healthy and to to get their nutrition sorted but they try and do it all at once so they go on to the nutrition plan and they go on to the um, and the full training diary and then within three weeks they've given up because they've tried to go from zero training to four times a week and from not thinking about food to thinking about every single snack all day every day rather than picking up that that slow uh, starting with only well I'll just do 30 minutes three times a week and I'm just gonna make sure that I have a good breakfast yeah absolutely um, and make sure I drink enough water um Oh, oh mate I mean it's a classic I mean it's a classic just feeling some success in what you're doing uh, so many times uh, 
um, I've used drinking more water as as a turning point for momentum. And people think it's the, the most ridiculous thing, but the the, the brain. Um, I know we're going to do a, a podcast on the brain uh, and the brain, the way the brain works. At another point, but the brain is is essentially so complex, but it's also so simple. It doesn't need a lot of stimulus. And just feeling the small amount of success, we're so addicted to feeling good. We really like to feel good, and and just having a, a simple goal like drinking more water. Um, today, I want you to try and drink two liters of water. And when they've achieved that two liters of water, just feeling, you know, I got I achieved something today. It feels good. It is is enough to generate small momentum, and 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 having the momentum following that momentum up with something else the week after and just having those small as you say have a, having the target of training 30 minutes three times a week rather than an hour seven times a week knowing you're going to fail it, it's not it, it's really that misunderstanding of positive versus negative I mean do you see I mean you, you're, a, you're a football guy we, we see it in football don't we all the time uh, or sort of in sports in general um, oh I mean again I played in Years ago, we were we were what I think three 0 up at half time, and we lost the game like and literally coasting. The team was bottom of the league. They were playing. I'm saying that we were second bottom. <laughs> or something, I think. Um, and like we'd uh, we got in and we 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 were bottom when we actually joined the team um, because the team had uh, the old manager had been sacked and all the players got got jumped out and in we came and it was kind of like oh well yeah you're probably going to be going down um, so you uh, if you stay up it's a it's a mission impossible type thing yeah. and we 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 actually stayed up but yeah so we picked up momentum yeah. and um, then we came to the team that were just above us we ended up playing the game with them and we were coasting 3-0 up at half time and uh, we lost the game 4-3 yeah. Literally just the moment, yeah. They they got the goal. Uh, the momentum completely swung in their favour, yeah. even though we literally just played in our, their half completely for the whole first half. Yeah. But then, yeah, momentum swung their way and they beat us all three. I mean, we're seeing it at the moment, aren't we, in the in the Premier League with with Leicester? I mean. The classic example there is they start the season with the intention of uh, of staying up from relegation, and so they can't fail. As soon as they, as soon as, as soon as they're not relegated, that there, there is success, and it's um, you know setting the, having a goal setting where you're just constantly feeling a success. I mean that everything they do is a success. They can't fail. Where you take the uh, the supposed bigger clubs. That that will only accept um, a championship as their as their as as the, Spurs a big club are you? Spurs they're the biggest of clubs um, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to win that battle then mate Leicester or Spurs well if we're talking about momentum and uh, digression onto football then uh, then um, then Spurs they have the momentum but I'm not sure they're going to win it <laughs> um, yeah. I think well I mean that thing at the moment they've both got the momentum haven't they like they're both winning they're both both picking up points like constantly and it's, it's a question of who's will one team drop whoever whoever loses the next game 
will that then give uh, momentum for yeah. the other one just to go on and yeah, it's uh, push through to the end of the season I mean we, we've covered everything from uh, being a good dad to being uh, an elite athlete to Premier League football and we're saying ultimately it's the same thing isn't it it's that generating success and momentum understanding positive and negative understanding being realistic with ourselves um, finding successes in what we're doing focusing on those successes growing those successes and and it's a classic example of what's happening in yeah, you know um, your success as, as, a, as the, the great sort of father and, and dad and husband you are through to through through to uh, Leicester at the top of the Premier League, or, and completely on the on the flip side of it, having the teams that aren't performing well, or the athletes that are struggling to perform well, uh, and finding a way to to find success in their everyday and growing that is 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 what is what is is, is our job as coaches, but it's also you know it's the job of the um, of the athletes themselves to to look and, and focus on those successes rather than negatives. And we're, we're out of time. Um, I'm not sure we're uh, we're finished. Uh, I'm not sure we'll ever be finished, buddy. Um, and I've managed I've managed to go a whole pod- I've managed to go a whole podcast episode without a coffee, buddy. How's that? Oh, you better go and get yourself on now. I think uh, I'm going to go and uh, what are you going to have? Shot in the dark, buddy. It's always a shot in the dark. Shot in the dark. It's always a shot in the dark. Um, it's our uh, coffee that supports the athletes. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast and want to come and join us on our Red Pill Movement Assessors course, we'll be teaching you the biomechanical assessment procedure designed by James Jowsey and Phil Mansfield. We have two dates left this year, the 23rd and 24th of June in Whatever It Takes London, which is selling fast, so uh, book up, or the 27th and the 28th of October in Reebok CrossFit Nuremberg. Look forward to seeing you there.